for me, if somebody said you need to share your faith, what it triggered in my mind is that I need to go tell people about Jesus. Okay. And it was scary because when you really think about it, it's kind of like trying to sell something that, you know, I didn't necessarily 100% believe in. Renegade Atlas, charting God's plan for your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Renegade Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Chad. And uh, we've been talking this week about faith, sort of a small topic. You know, I think we've got oh, it pretty yeah. much all covered. Um, <laughs> no, it's been it's been incredible. And um, if you've heard the last couple of episodes, we've kind of gone through uh, a few different aspects of it. Today, we want to talk about sharing our faith and what that really means. We've gotten into the idea that faith is something tangible, it's substantial. And um, I've got a, a, a kind of a way that I've learned to think about and understand faith as a regard uh, in regard to sharing it with other people but what what do you think of when i or someone says you know we need to share our faith or we can share our faith well i've changed my whole idea on that okay um when it comes to me sharing my faith i get i see it as an opportunity to share how there's been a whole lot less of me and a whole lot more of god in my life okay that's what sharing my faith means to me now whereas I don't feel this uh, urge to, like, proselytize, yeah, if you will. to preach, teach, right. tell, tell about. Right. Yeah. I need to tell about what God has done for me in my life, yeah. and I can only tell that story. Right. And I can see, I can give um, evidence of things that he's done in my life. Yeah. Case in point, last episode. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one where... Um, no, no, don't tell him. Just make him listen. Okay. I was going to tease it. Okay, go ahead. All right. Yeah, I was going to tell you that um, <laughs> if you want to hear stories of faith, there's a lot of opportunity for it. And I think if you go back and listen to that, it'll challenge perhaps your idea, mm-hmm. our very Western idea of yeah. what faith is. Yeah. That, those kind of stories challenge me. I know that for sure in that particular area. The How area you, of healing is what we're talking about. and In that area. Yeah. yeah in that yeah, circumstance. To, yeah. So, Matt, how do you... How do I view faith? faith? Yeah. So it's I mean, very much along the same lines of what you were saying. Um, I think I always felt like, for me, if somebody said you need to share your faith, what it triggered in my mind is that I need to go tell people about Jesus. Okay? And it was scary because when you really think about it, it's kind of like trying to sell something that, you know, I ne- didn't necessarily 100% believe in. Right? Like, you need Jesus. Why? Because you were going to go to hell. And I'm like, well, I don't even even personally really know what that exactly means. And it's doesn't have that much impact on me today, honestly, you know, and, and that type of thing. So it just made it, made it difficult to think of it that way and to actually act on it. Okay. Um, so then <laughs> more lately, I've started to think about it like this. If, um, well, there's a couple different ways. One is if I told everybody, like, I've got this great chiropractor, He's helping me out and makes me feel a lot better. Um, you know, he's doing these adjustments and he's incredible at what he does and all this kind of stuff. They could be like, oh, that's great for you. Awesome. You know, I'm like, well, you need to believe in him. Like, believe it. You know, <laughs> they're going to be, they, they could believe it with all their might, but does it help them unless they come and meet you or the, you know, this guy, the chiropractor, whoever's helping them. Like if they came and meet him and experience what he did for them as well right? Versus just knowing about 
him in their mind. Okay, that's that's one way I've started to think about it. It's like mm. a person has to meet and experience God for themselves, not just know about him in their head. Okay. Then the other way, which I think is really cool, is like if I said, if you and I are sitting on a bench, you know, and I need to share my faith with you, right? And I'm just going to tell you about Jesus or whatever. But if we're sitting there together and you're hungry and I've got a loaf of bread and somebody said you should share your bread, what would I do? What would that look like, right? I would break off a hunk of my bread and give it to you. In other words, give you a piece of my bread that you don't have for yourself. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's like just giving it. So in the stories from last time, when people were being healed who didn't necessarily have, quote unquote, faith in Jesus or, you know, the appropriate amount of faith, your faith covered that, I believe. Does that make sense? It does. And I think there's something to that. I believe, looking back on my own life, that the faith of my parents, and I mean my mom and dad, Mm-hmm. sustained me in periods where I know I didn't have faith. Hmm. I can think that's probably true for me too. Yeah. 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 And I think that um, people who come from a Christian heritage or at least are involved or who have friends that are Christians, there's that's a big advantage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that um, can't be underestimated. And yeah. it doesn't mean that it's impossible for those who don't. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying right. I think I know at times in my life I was preserved and protected, Yeah. not because of my own doing. Yeah, right. But the faith of others. Sure, yeah. Well, and like the guy from the last story, you know, yesterday, that he's like – what did he say? You're like, that's okay. You don't have to believe this way, but you have to allow me to believe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He surrendered to your faith, essentially. He did. You know? And, and it wasn't It wasn't like I was beating him over the head with it. No, no. You're saying it for you. Like, you, again, you weren't pushing it on to him. You're just saying you have to allow that this is the truth, and I, you know, I believe and I operate in this truth. We can do that with other people. They, they don't believe. We can say, well, I believe it for us, and... <laughs> So, Matt, how do you live out your faith each day? <laughs> do, you, do you make a conscious decision to say, how am I going to live my faith out each day? Because I don't, but I've begun to do that. Hmm. Like, give me an example of how, of how you're doing it. I actually think about it as I'm driving here. Okay. How will my faith manifest itself in the short little two-mile drive I have to get to my office? Is it going to even – will people who are next to me in their own car, will they know there's something ad- about me just by the way I'm driving my car? Hmm. Okay. I actually do ask those questions now. Interesting. Yeah. When I enter into this building, I get here fairly early in the morning. There's not a lot of people here. But what if somebody watches me get out of my car and walk? Will they see Jesus in me? Hmm. Yeah. Will my faith wow. be that evident? I'll give you a recent example. Yeah. McLean's, which is a little bakery eatery place near here. Yeah. One morning I went there and I was I ordered a, a great little breakfast sandwich they make. And uh, somehow it got delayed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I needed to be here to take care of somebody. But I was there waiting for 30 minutes. And they kept, this lady kept seeing me. And she was like, your food, I know it'll be right up. It'll be right up. It'll be right up. And 
eventually she comes because you still haven't got your food i said no she goes hold on let me go see what's going on and she goes and gets it and i was able to get back with one minute to spare and i had planned all this extra time here's what i did though i said you know what they handled that beautifully they were attentive they were in tune they knew what was going on even though they weren't the ones making the food Mm -hmm. they saw that there was an issue and they handled it as gracefully as they possibly could okay so i came back here and i wrote them a letter and I wrote it to the management of McLean's, hmm. praising their staff for how they handled a mix-up in the kitchen. Hmm. And I didn't, there was no accusation on my part. I mean, I was still able to get here. Nothing was lost. Mm-hmm. But I praised them for it, and I told them I will pray for them as often as I can think of it. So now every time I drive past McLean's or I think about it, I'm praying for their staff there. And hmm. I gave that to the management. I actually brought it in later that day and handed it to I said please give this to the management that's one way I can live my faith out yeah to show that God has changed me yeah yeah grace mercy right do we have that yeah the fruits of the spirit yeah like do we let it show do we have do we actually have it (laughs) so that it can show yeah and I'm not saying I'm good at this I'm just saying I'm trying to bring this to the forefront of my feeble yeah. mind yeah. each day because on my own, I can't. If I don't think, if I don't focus on the Lord, mm. I think about everything else. And I do that enough yeah. as it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, it's, you know, like discipline, I guess, is always challenging to do some, you know, the same thing every day or whatever. But right. I mean, I, I try to live by this um in this mode of acts uh, asking god rather than telling god things that's what i've been aspiring to get better at doing so when when um situate when i encounter situations or just in the morning when i wake up you know like okay what what do you want me to know today what do you want me to do like what do you want to show me you're submitting yourself yeah that takes huge faith yeah um and then or when things come like when negative things or just whatever we encounter life happens you know like um disciplining my reaction to to like as something flies at me right like a a dart or arrow or whatever like to deflect it up instead of just to absorb it and like make a decision about what is true or what i believe based on what i'm experiencing right so my the faith factor is to is to ask god like what's going on here like this is what i see and what i think based on what I see, and this is how I'm feeling about it even. But I don't know if that's really true. That's just my limited view, my limited vision of it, you know? So, okay, Lord, so what's actually true? Like, why am I feeling this way? What, what do you want me to know that will change my perspective, right? And allow me to respond in a, in a better way, the way you would want me to, you know, that's gonna be productive instead of self-serving or positive instead of negative or helpful instead of, you know, whatever, just all this is changes it. Um, but yeah, that's the discipline. That's the faith aspect is what to do with it. How, how I react. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so true. And not that I get that right all the time. Maybe it's one out of 10, <laughs> you know, right now. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And, but in 10 years, but, it might be two out of 10. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think of this? How does this apply? But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, 
but those who believe and are saved. That's Hebrews 10, 38. We will not shrink back. Yeah. But we are saved. We will believe and therefore we are saved. So it allows us to act boldly. It sure does. Yeah. And not in our own arrogance or confidence. Yeah, our boast is in the Lord, right? And we've we've seen it. Like we've seen enough in our lives now to know. Like you can't change my mind on this anymore, you know, or yours. I'm sure, like, listen to the last episode, the things that you've seen happen, like, it just, it makes your faith uh, unshakable. Well, like, it can't be taken away, right? We just, we know what we've seen is Um, too real. And I, I, for me, it's so amazingly humbling to know that the author and creator of the universe mm-hmm. wants that type of relationship with me because faith is about that relationship. It's not just ginned up on my part, as we've talked about before. Right, right. It's what the Holy Spirit does in my heart and in my life to bring me closer to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, just maybe, another will see it and their life will be impacted and yeah. their eternity changed right yeah yeah if it can happen for us then it can happen for anybody yeah (laughs) because there's nothing particularly special about us in terms of compared to everybody else there right there is something incredibly uniquely special about each one of us right you know there's that like our unique identity and that and all that kind of stuff but there's nothing like that we have that somebody else doesn't have in that regard right yeah in fact I would say if you're if you're either struggling with faith, this whole idea of is God real, is is this true, mm-hmm. can this happen, is there hope, good. Challenge God on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put challenge him. Mm-hmm. Ask him to prove himself because one thing we know, if you're the author and creator of everything, mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. And you form somebody in their mother's womb, you knit them together, you know every cell tissue and organ in their body, you know every thought they've had, and you know their future and past. Yeah. I guarantee you, God can meet your yeah. challenge yeah. and blow yeah. you away. Yeah. Yeah, like your voodoo guy from the last episode, like God started just speaking to him directly. Yeah. Right? Like he couldn't avoid it. Um, so that can happen. Just keep asking ask God to show you and or find a believer. I was just thinking about this, like find a believer. And I don't mean a Christian necessarily. I mean a believer, like somebody who believes an optimistic, hopeful person, you know, who believes that like the best is happening and can happen and find that person and ask them why they believe. Yeah. And keep asking until you find somebody who answers you authentically. Right. You know, who like you, you hear what they say and like, yeah, you actually do believe that. You're not just saying it out of your head. Like this is what I wish I believed essentially is what people say a lot (laughs) when they tell you what they believe, what I wish I believe. Find somebody (laughs) who believes it and you can feel that like that their head and their heart are aligned in that, you know, they say it and they live it out. So if you don't know anybody in your life like that, Contact us. Mm, yeah. We're not necessarily good at it. 
We're not. <laughs> right. But we're willing to at least have that conversation. Yeah. I'll tell you what I believe. I believe that God has a, pur- a purpose and a plan for each one of you mm-hmm. um, and that he wants you to know what it is. He's not hiding it from you. He says, when you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So if you make it the thing that you're focused on, like discovering, it will be revealed to you. And I believe that even if you don't. So, Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Contact me at chad at therenegadeatlas.com. Matt at therenegadeatlas.com. Share this with others. Look for the special links that we have. Um, I don't know if we're going to have the Patreon page here, but we sure need support in doing what we're Maybe doing. Maybe listening to this months from now, and it'll definitely be there. It'll definitely <laughs> be there. But we need support, and we need you to share it. And if you're the yep. only person, uh, we spent all our time for one person to hear this, then it, I want you to know you were more than worth it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So many blessings, everybody. We'll talk to you next Take episode. Care.